When you are slap dab in the middle of a crisis, the oddest things tend to happen. Sometimes one might experience a sense of clarity, maybe a sense of acceptance of what's to come next. Other times you may feel a sense of calm that then connects to clarity and acceptance. And sometimes when all seems bleak and all hope is lost, something completely unexplainable happens. In that moment of fear and panic, some people experience the feeling of another person right there with them. Not only do they feel and hear this person, but many have claimed to even see them. This phenomena is called the third man syndrome. No one exactly knows what causes this phenomenon to happen or why it tends to only happen during horrific moments. Is it projections from the brain? Or is the person or entity that you see, hear, and feel something far beyond a standard science, it's your imagination type of explanation? This happening has been spoken about many different times and even has made appearances within literature. Now, with the internet and social media so readily available, more and more stories have begun to surface of people telling their tales as well as helping older loved ones share theirs. Some never even knew there was a term for what they experienced until they themselves hit the web in search of others having experienced the same. This phenomenon became so popular that even BuzzFeed wrote an article highlighting this seemingly otherworldly experience. This week, I bring you personal stories from those who have gone through horrific events to somehow make it out alive with a little help from a friend. They survive, and here are their tales. So, let's dive into that. Welcome to Audibly Haunted. I'm your host, Ani Kachadorian. The Third Man Syndrome. What is it exactly? Well, no one can really fully explain what it is. The third man syndrome is a phenomenon that occurs at times of crisis or distress. It is the feeling that someone or something is right there beside you. People who have reported this phenomenon have claimed not only to hear the voice of this person or entity, but some recall vividly seeing the person live and seemingly in the flesh. Usually, the entity is very calm and acts as a voice of comfort and support, seemingly knowing all the answers and what to do next. Their presence serves as a comfort or a support in an otherwise bleak horrifying moment. 
in the end, their appearance ends with them one way or another, saving your life. Now that we understand what it is, we ask, where did the term come from? It's not like this phenomenon did not happen before the coining of the term, but finally people had a name to give it. The third man syndrome was coined by the American poet T.S. Eliot. It was referenced in what is possibly one of his greatest works, released in December of 1922, titled The Wasteland. The poem was inspired by the loss and brokenness after World War I, and a section was inspired by the near-death expedition to the Antarctic in 1916 by Irish explorer Ernest Shackleton. The expedition takes a turn for the worst when Ernest's ship becomes stuck in the ice. So, to save his crew, him and two other men must make a 36-hour trek across the Arctic. But when returning home, the three men claimed that as they made their way, it felt as if a fourth man walked beside them, seemingly keeping them alive. T.S. Eliot was inspired by this, and even referenced the third, or rather the fourth man, in one of the poem's stanzas, and it went something like this. Who is the third who walks always beside you? When I count, there are only you and I together, but when I look ahead up the white road, there is always another one walking beside you, gliding wrapped in a brown mantle, hooded. I do not know whether a man or a woman, but who is that on the other side of you? T.S. Eliot coined the term with that one stanza, but his work was not the first to speak of this phenomenon. Can you guess which book was the first to touch on this kind of subject? A book that is labeled as one of the most sold books in history, coming in at 5 to 7 billion copies sold across the world, spoke of the same strange third man. The book is the Holy Bible. In Luke 24, section 13 through 35, in the story of The Walk of Emmaus, it speaks of two of Jesus' followers walking seven miles to the village of Emmaus when a third man appeared. It goes something like this. That same day, two of Jesus' followers were walking to the village of Emmaus seven miles from Jerusalem. As they walked along, they were talking about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things, Jesus himself suddenly came and began walking with them. 
but God kept them from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing so intently as you walk along? They stopped short, sadness written across their faces. Then one of them, Cleopas, replied, You must be the only person in Jerusalem who hasn't heard about all the things that happened here the last few days. What things? Jesus asked. Things that happened to Jesus, the man from Nazareth, they said. He was a prophet who did powerful miracles, and he was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the people. But our leading priests and other religious leaders handed him over to be condemned to death, and they crucified him. By this time they were nearing Emmaus, and at the end of their journey, Jesus acted as if he were going on, but they begged him to stay. Stay the night with us, since it is getting late. So we went home with them. As they sat down to eat, he took the bread and blessed it. When he broke it and gave it to them, suddenly their eyes were opened and they recognized him. And at that moment, he disappeared. When the two from Emmaus told their story of how Jesus had appeared to them as they were walking along the road, and how they had recognized him as he was breaking the bread. This Bible verse puts a new look into the phenomena that so many have encountered. What if there is more otherworldly or even spiritual interventions happening here? With the sighting of the third man always being so comforting and calm, a presence that guides and saves, we find ourselves asking, is the third man our brains, our imagination giving us a sense of comfort and hope? Or is what visits us in that moment a guardian angel? Or maybe even God himself, cloaked, so we may not be able to recognize him? Personal encounters are all over the internet with a pretty heavy gathering on none other than the beautiful world of Reddit. What I'm about to share comes from the Reddit community TIL, or rather, Today I Learned. But before I dive into those stories, I want to share the story of Ernest Shackleton I mentioned earlier. As it is one of the more well-known encounters of the third man. And that tale goes something like this. Ernest Shackleton built up a crew of men and boarded his ship, the Endurance, and set sail to discover a new world. As they made their way, sadly in October 1915, the ship became lodged in a large section of ice, crushing the boat. Ernest and his two crewmates, Frank Worsley and Tom Crean, manned a small lifeboat and set off on an 800-mile sail across open water to reach the whaling station of Stramas to get help to save the rest of the crew. With one of the men being a trained eye 
he was able to guide them to the shore. However, they landed on the far end of the island, furthest away from Stromness. With no other choice, the men began their 36-hour journey across the mountainous terrains of the South Georgia Island. Finally, on May 20th, 1916, the men reached Stromness Station, looking nothing like their former selves. And it was very lucky that they did, because one hour after their arrival, a storm raged through, which would have stopped the men in their tracks and possibly even killing them. The men called the storm Providence, meaning a strong act of God. As the men warmed themselves at the station, all three men claimed the presence of a fourth man. They firmly believed a companion walked with them through the biting snow and ice to see them through to the other side. When Frank Worsley wrote about the encounter, stating, It is strange, in mentally reviewing the crossing, we should always think of a fourth and then correct ourselves. Tom Crean was heard in the local pubs stating that the Lord brought us home. When Ernest Shackleton spoke on the matter, he stated, none of us cares to speak about it. There are some things which never can be spoken of. Which again asks the question, is the third man that shows up in moments of crisis an angel or God himself? Let's dive into the stories from commenters across Reddit. I remember my late grandfather telling me something like this. It was snowing and he lost control of his car, got into a car crash. Nothing too serious aside from a broken collarbone and maybe a concussion. He swears he saw a man in a pure white suit come and help him out of his car. He swears that in that moment, he wouldn't have had the strength to do it all on his own. But next thing he knows, as soon as he is situated, the man suddenly disappears. No footprints in the snow or anything. He always believed it was an angel. I did as a child too have fascinated me to hear this. I never heard of anyone else experiencing that before, much less knew the phenomenon had a name. My mother has told a story like this to our family before. She was a new-ish mom at the time, maybe 20 or 21 years old, and neither myself or my young sister had just been born. 
She was driving the back roads to get home one afternoon, and there's a small intersecting side road that doesn't have great visibility around a turn due to a huge tree. She came around the first bank of the winding road and recalled hearing, Slow down. In the voice of her deceased grandfather, Instinctively, she laid on the brakes, and sure enough, a small sedan blew through the stop sign. If she had remained at the speed she was going, the entire passenger side of her car would have been T-boned. She missed getting hit by seconds. I was in a really terrible car accident a few years ago, and I was stuck in the car. Firefighters had to cut me out of it. During it, I came to, and there was a woman who had climbed into the rear seat behind me and was holding my shoulders, telling me I was going to be okay, and that help was coming. I thought she stayed with me until I blacked out, and woke up to a fireman cutting the door off and pulling me out. The firemen, paramedics, and my mother, who had gotten there quickly, all said that there was no woman at all. That traffic had gone around, and no one had stopped because the fire department was only a few blocks down the road. I can still hear her voice. And I know she touched me. But no one saw her. Freaks me out still. Something like this had happened to my dad. He fell off a sea cliff in Alaska onto boulders and shattered his leg and broke his back in a handful of places. He lay there alone for hours calling for help with no luck. Then, he said a little girl came down the cliff and kept him company. He said she told him stories and sang to him, petted his head, and even put her coat over him to keep him warm. But when someone eventually came around the bay and spotted him there, there was no little girl. It was near a very small, remote Alaskan town, and no one in that small community had any idea of any little girl who even remotely matched her description. We always joke about it with him, and say it was his guardian angel. Science to this day really only understands a small fraction of our brain's function. We all have a fight-or-flight reflex in us, so what if when we're placed in a life-threatening situation, our brains project a version of ourselves outward to help guide through the moment? But then, how does one explain the sensations of touch that's felt, a voice or 
presence that knows what you can't possibly know. Like the story of the young mother hearing the voice to break. Or how do you explain the woman feeling the person climb into their back seat and reach over to rub her shoulders? How do you explain the little girl helping the hiker who had fallen? She was really there for comfort. She didn't really guide him. Is that a projection of the brain? Or were these entities something? Something else? Something unexplainable? I do believe that we have guardian angels that watch over us. And when all seems lost, for a brief moment, they present themselves to us in ways they know would comfort us. So I end today's episode on a question. Who do you believe the third man really is? This has been Audibly Haunted, and I'm your host, Ani Kachadorian. You can find Audibly Haunted wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, you name it. So give it a listen, and drop a rating or a review, and tell all your friends. And remember... You can always find Audibly Haunted on Instagram at Audibly Haunted. And if you have a ghost story that you would like to share, I would love to hear it. You can always reach out to me at audiblyhaunted at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram. I would love to hear from all of you. And I'll see you all next week. <laughs>